So you want to be a real estate investor, but where do you start? How do you know what information and sources to trust? That's where I come in. I'm Johnny Catani, and this is the Investor Relations Real Estate Podcast. Hey guys, real quick, before we start, go to investwithkatani.com and download my free ebook, Is Commercial Real Estate Recession Proof? Now to today's show. What's up guys, TGIF. Welcome to another episode of Friday Follow-Up here on the Invest Relations Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Katani, and we have gotten through another week, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations. So happy. I can't tell you guys. If you listened last week, you know, had a string there of um, some, some stress, not, not the best weeks I've ever had, but this is what a great week. Sun's been shining pretty much all week. We're headed into warm temps here in Salt Lake. It's just been a great week. Things are looking up. Um, Sam and I are getting ready. We're headed to Bonnaroo next week. Um, if you guys don't know, I'm a huge music fan, uh, primarily uh, electronic music. Um, which if you follow me on Instagram, you know, especially bass music. Listen, I was a lost, lost kid when I got to college and, uh, gosh, what third, holy cow, I started college 13 years ago. Wow. That's, that'll make you, that'll make you still feel young. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what this group found me or I found them and took, took me in when I was lost and it's been incredible. Um, I've met so many incredible friends through this community and the music has just gotten better and better. It's obviously now mainstream. Uh, back, back in the day, it was uh, not, <laughs> um, you know, but thanks to people like Dead Mouse, Benny Benassi have kind of paved the way and really made it mainstream. And now we get to reap the benefits uh, for amazing festivals like Bonnaroo. Um, so we're very, very excited for that. Um, you know, going with a big group of friends, going to be camping in an RV. Um, just a lot of fun. And, and we're very excited. So to all my weirdos out there uh, who love uh, electronic music, I'm right there with you. Um, very excited. And I love all music. Uh, which is why I'm excited for Bonnaroo because it's a multi-genre. So there's all different kinds of people. I think 21 Savage is also playing. I'm also a rap hip hop fan. Um, Adam Carswell asked me, um, you guys can actually go listen um, in the, I think it's episode. It doesn't show as an episode number. It's just a bonus episode. You'll see it. It's right around 10 or 11. Uh, it's a bonus episode I did with Adam Carswell. Um, we were live. Uh, it was Adam Carswell and Rob Overstreet. Shout out to uh, the good doctor, Dr. Overstreet. And shout out to Adam Carswell. Um, but he asked us at the end, it was a live, uh, we did a live at the Best Ever Conference uh, back in February, I believe in Denver. And he asked at the end, as he does on most of his podcasts, or maybe all of them, uh, if you were stranded on an island and only could bring one album with you, What's the one album? And mine is um, is the Carter Three by Lil Wayne, best rap album of all time. I know I'm not that I'm biased or anything. I'm sure people will disagree with me, but yeah, that album was um, gosh reminds me of high school. 
Um, and uh, yeah, just was just, I used to, I had this old, it was a 96, it was a hand-me-down. It was a 96 Chevy Tahoe, dark purple, two-door Tahoe, dark purple, had two rows of seats, but you know, um, only two-door and uh, had big 20-inch chrome rims on it. Uh, shout out to my cousin, Jordan Rogers, great hand-me-down. Um, thing had like, my grandma rebuilt the engine before I got it or had it rebuilt or had a new engine put in it had like a Chevy big block in it. Things sounded like a freaking jet engine. When you turn it on, just just roared, uh, made it impossible to sneak out. Um, but it had two tendon subs in the back and I would just come in, you know, six 30 AM blasting the Carter three, just absolutely vibrating everything around me. Thought I was so cool. Uh, I was not, you guys, I was not cool in high school at all. Um, definitely my more formidable years have been honestly from probably like 25, 26 to, I shouldn't say more formidable years. I very much enjoyed college. As most of you know, I didn't end up graduating, but my friends that I still have today are from college. Still talk to a few people um, from high school, shout out to uh, Houston uh dr wright as he's now known he's a dentist out in california now um but um yeah so anyway super huge tangent there uh the point is i love music very excited for bonnaroo but what i want to talk about today is um someone asked me just recently uh actually my producer april shout out to april um her uh her boyfriend is a listener and I love that and uh, wanted to know how to get started in real estate. And the, the biggest, um, the biggest issue that I see, or the biggest hurdle that I see for people trying to get started is the fact that there are so many different avenues you can go in and they're all like they'll all work, right? Uh, you can wholesale. I mean, heck, I've had uh, had a guest on that um, trades land or, you know, like goes to auctions, buys at a discount, resells it. Um, you have land. You've obviously got, you know, your house hacking, your house hacking and burst strategy, right? Buy, renovate, rent. Let's see, it's buy, renovate, rehab, repeat, I think, or buy, renovate or buy rehab rent uh refinance repeat something like that i can't remember you guys i did not burr i just it's something along those lines uh you've got fix and flip you've got buy and hold single family you've got um you know up to four units uh house hacking you've got commercial five units and above kind of your low range five to 20 you've got your medium 20 to 50 you know kind of your larger 50 to 100 and then you've got your you know your massive deals 100 plus you've got self-storage you've got office industrial you've got flex industrial which is basically where you've got an like a smaller industrial warehouse with like an office um and it's very overwhelming. It is. And I'm not disagreeing with you guys. So the biggest key is 
starting with what are your goals? What is it that you want to accomplish? What do you want real estate to do for you? And what do you want to do in real estate? If you love your W-2 job, um, as a lot of medical people, and if you guys have listened, a lot of a lot of doctors uh, still in medicine and have a real estate portfolio, a lot of engineers also love what they do. So if you love your W-2 job, then um, you have a couple options. If you're a high income earner, you have the option to be totally passive. Um, there's still an active component. You need to understand what you're doing and vetting. If you are not a high income earner though, which I have a feeling is most people typically, right. Who want to get involved and don't know how, because if you have money, you can just kind of like throw it out there and you can, you know, afford to lose. Uh, so to speak, um, at least, you know, typically, I mean, we never want to lose money, but you know, you, you can afford it to a certain degree. So if you're a low income earner, like I had a guest, um, you guys will hear, um, Todd Dexheimer, um, later on, uh, that will come out. It's a while. It'll come out in a while. Like I literally just recorded it this week, but he was a teacher and on the side would do construction in the summers. And naturally that led to fix and flip. Um, but I want to focus on kind of that low to medium tier. Um, number one is, of course, figure out what your goals are, right? If you want to keep your W-2 job, you got a family, you need to keep it. That's great. You guys, creative financing is so incredible. I'm talking seller, like my favorite one of that is seller financing, even potentially zero down seller financing. That's where the seller owns the property outright. The owner becomes the bank. All you do is go to a title company and use a title company. Your fees are minimal, right? You're paying probably 1%, maybe even less because you're just involving a title company. And all they're doing is handling the admin work and making it official. And you can negotiate your terms, right? The best way to do that is go to the seller B. What do you want? A lot of times what they want is they want a retirement. So perfect. Set up a 20 year AM, you know, uh, you know, zero to small down payment. You can, um, you can negotiate the interest rate, the paint, like everything can be negotiated in creative. And I say creative, creative is a lot of different forms of financing. So I'm going to say in seller financing, you can negotiate all of the terms. So if you can't make a huge down payment, maybe you pay a little bit more for the asset right now, ultimately the goal is to get it to cash flow, And so, you know, um, I've had a guest who buys 20 unit apartment complex seller financing. Like this isn't limited to single family housing. You can do this with, I know people who do it with self storage. In fact, I'm potentially working on a deal. That's a mom and pop, um, still in conversation where it will be a seller finance deal. Right. So that's number one. So the biggest reason that I wanted to bring all these up is because there's literally no reason you can't do something. The other thing you have is, you know, 
so many people will read books and listen to podcasts and, and just try to become an expert, but you guys, and I've said this before, I've challenged you before, take action, you guys. That is the biggest thing. You have to take action. Choose what you want to do and do it. Another thing I'm obviously a huge proponent of is mentors. Find someone who's doing what you're doing. Find someone who is doing seller financing. Be like, hey, uh, I want to learn about seller financing. Would you show me your process? Go out, find deals and be like, hey, I'll go find some deals. Will you then help me negotiate with the seller? There is not a reason. The only reason you don't get started is because you got in, you get in your own way and you don't start. You have to take action. I was just talking to April and she was talking about how many people have come to her wanting to start a podcast and none of them end up even starting the podcast, right? I challenged you guys a few weeks back to just press play, you guys. The biggest thing that I did that got started for me was I literally scheduled a guest that was outside of my network. And so it wasn't like a friend who I could be like, hey, we got to postpone it. It was like, no, it was someone where I knew their time was valuable as well and had to show up for it. And boom, here we are. I think I've done now, gosh, close to, yeah, 150, over 150, um, 150 interviews. Right. But all of that started because I just decided to take action. And that's the whole key here. You just got to take action. There's a million ways to be successful in this industry. You just have to choose the one that's most appealing to you, fits your style and take action. So that's my challenge to you. For those of you who are wondering how to get started, you know, find, find someone who's doing what you want to do, reach out to them take action, have them hold you accountable for that action. Be like, cool, perfect. Now what I'm going to do, like, let's say you want to do seller financing, find someone who's doing seller financing. Be like, okay, I'm going to go find one deal in the next two weeks. I want you to hold me accountable to have at least one deal in the next two weeks in terms of finding a seller who's open to uh, discussing seller financing and then have that person help you. Maybe even bring them in on the deal, give them a little piece of it. That's my thing that I'm doing right now is I'm finding deals for very strong operators because they want to get into the Utah market. Uh, shout out to Spartan and uh, shout out to impact self storage as well. And, um, you know, they're going to take the lion's share of the deal so that I can learn how to do this industry and, and learn how to do it on my own. But you guys, um, there there's, you just have to take action. There's just no excuse, right? You can, you can make excuses up, down, left, and right. Everybody's got one. They're like, they're like buttholes, right? Everybody's got one and they all stink. Promise guys, you just have to take action. Don't be, listen, I know that making a mistake can cost you money. And, um, that's a bummer, uh, for sure, which I realize keeps people on the sidelines but that can't be the reason you sit out because I promise you so many people have been successful and all of them have a story. I have a story. I'm going to talk about it next week. Um, and you just have to accept it. And listen, um, that doesn't mean you have to make a mistake that's going to cost you money. You can do this to where you don't. 
it's just when you get into these larger things that are more when it's more like a business, right? Which commercial real estate is very much more like a business than like a passive side thing. Um, there, there's going to be, you're going to make mistakes, right? The more you do. And, and even in the small passive side thing, the more deals you do somewhere, you're going to make mistake. But if you're only doing like a couple and that's all you want, you know, maybe you one or two deals a year, you know, probably now you're going to learn something and look back and be like, Oh, I maybe could have, gotten a better deal on this deal I did last year, but you know, you may not make such a catastrophic mistake that that will cost you money. So that's the big thing, getting started, figure out what you want to do. I know there's so much. Um, so you have to figure out what, instead of figuring out what asset class, figure out what your goal is. If you love the hands-on stuff, then fix and flip might be for you. If you like the, the financial side of things, then seller financing is probably for you you know, and this is all assuming you either don't want to get into commercial real estate or, you know, you may not have the, the funds yet to be a passive investor. Um, listen, you guys, there's also crowdfunding. You can go to, um, I believe it's ground. Let me, let me verify this here. I believe it's ground floor. Guys go to ground floor dot us and you can start i think for as little as like oh yeah ten dollars ten dollar minimum you guys all passive investing basically what you do is you log in and what these are, are funds typically for house flippers so essentially the whole thing's broken down they'll show you what where the property is they've got it all all the economics broken down you invest they're basically trying to raise x amount of dollars you invest at least the minimum um, some deals, you know, the minimum's higher than $10. You can start with $100. I don't think I've seen a minimum higher than $100. $100 into something that's getting anywhere from six to, I've seen up to 15%. Obviously, those are going to be more risky. So there's really nothing holding you back except just taking action. You've got to go out and take the action. And that's it. Uh, it sounds a lot easier. I understand, but I promise once you start, I've said it before, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Once you start, listen, you may not like it, but you, you know, like, let's say you get started in fix and flip and you're like, you know what? I don't like all this hands-on stuff, but I like this aspect of it. So I'm going to get into this, which is more like, you know, which is something I like more, but you're not going to learn all those things until you get started. So that's the biggest takeaway. I hope you guys, I uh, hope that added value to you guys. Have an amazing weekend, everyone. Uh, you guys are awesome. I'm so grateful for all my listeners. Keep on listening. Follow us on social media. All right, have a good weekend, guys. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Listen, guys, I know it's cliche, but please don't forget to like, subscribe. Please leave a review. Would love to know what you guys think of the episodes. And while you're here still listening, don't forget to go to investwithkatani.com and download my free ebook, Is Commercial Real Estate Recession Proof? Thanks so much.